You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Obehave is brought to you by the Trimline Veterinary Recovery Collar. It's Obehave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, we've got quite a sketchy character on our show today. A guy who never simply draws a line at anything. He makes you laugh. He makes you think. He makes you cheer. That's right. It is with great honor that I introduce to you our very special guest today, famous humorous illustrator and cartoonist, Buck Jones. Hey, welcome to the show, Buck. Thanks, Arden. Great to be here. You know, I know Buck. I know his many, many talents. And those in the pet world recognize his work in dozens of books and countless magazines. Hey, he's even designed my business card logo. And he's going to give away a customized, one-of-a-kind pet cartoon artwork to a lucky listener later in the show. So find out how you can win and learn more about Buck Jones right after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo, the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. Introducing the Trimline Veterinary Recovery Collar, a must-have for all pets. Known as the soft blue collar, this comfortable recovery collar provides an effective barrier so dogs and cats can bounce back to health safely and quickly from injury, trauma, and surgery such as spay or neutering. Dogs and cats of all ages can eat, drink, and play and keep their sutures and stitches at bay. Cats dig it too. The Trimline collar can even be inverted to not bother your finicky feline friend's whiskers. Great for all sizes, from kittens and chihuahuas to Great Danes, this soft, flexible, and lightweight blue collar is a great substitute for the hard plastic Elizabethan or e-collar. Learn more at TrimlineInc.com or call 1-800-371-0216. That's T-R-I-M-L-I-N-E-I-N-C.com. Plus, it's available at all distributors, so ask your veterinarian for the blue soft collar today. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. 
Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsaddlife.org. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guess you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. My guest today is the very creative illustrator and cartoonist and a longtime friend, Buck Jones. Home is Iowa for this corn-fed Midwesterner, but his talents are global. In the pet world, his works have appeared in Dog Fancy, Cat Fancy, Bowtie, Press, and more. I mean, I'm in my office right now, and I'm looking at the cover of five of my dog books, and they all sport delightful images designed by the one and only Buck Jones. Buck, I am so delighted you you landed on my show finally. Arden, I'm so thrilled to be here, believe me. I hope you're thrilled by the end of the show. I don't know. You know we well, I get... hope I am, too. <laughs> <laughs> we will probably need an entire show just to run down all your accomplishments. And I was uh, sniffing around your, your couple of your websites, you know. Ready? BuckJonesIllustrator.com and the PetCartoonGifts.com. And I got to tell you, Buck, I was both tickled and awed by some of your clients. I mean, you've got the big boys. you got, like, Kodak and Sears and Eli Lilly and even the academicians like Duke University. But uh, a couple of surprises. Um, Bartender Magazine. Hmm. Yeah, well, you, you know, you, uh, you, you get to work where you can, Martin. You know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get paid in bourbon or what? I should be so lucky. No, actually, I was luckier. They did pay me in cash, so that, oh, okay. that's always better. <laughs> well, my personal favorite, I mean, this yeah. is something that people should inspire to be able to do work for, Iowa Soybean Promotion Board. What the heck is that? <laughs> hey, listen, hey, hey, don't knock it. That was a good-paying client. Uh, I say they were, they were a good-paying client. It's been a few years, but, uh, well, like I said, Iowa, you know, we're all about agriculture out here and stuff, so... Uh, yeah, so they uh, they needed a little educational uh, uh, bump in uh, some of their their stuff, and so we produced uh, yeah quite a bit of work for them uh, you know a number of years ago uh, just through educational newsletters and things of that sort that went into the schools et cetera. So yeah, yeah, as funny as it sounds, yeah, they were they were a good fun client, and it you know if you can bring a soybean to life and uh, make it fun, then well, you're you're having a good day, I guess. You know, your parents should be so proud. I guess I should say something stupid like cool beans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> okay, I didn't. So, you know, we never heard that, listeners. Never heard it. Uh, you know, I was trying to remember how we even met. 
I mean, we both have done work for Dog and Cat Fancy and, and Bowtie Press. I think it was on Match.com, wasn't it, Arden? Oh, no, no. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm Matchwits.com. I think that's what it was. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But I, I, you know what? Yeah. We have never met each other in person. We've only no. done the voice thing. Yeah, I know, isn't it? We, I mean, and I feel like uh, I feel like if I was to see you in a room, and, and you know, I'd walk up to you just like we've known each other forever and ever and stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's all been all through. Uh, yeah, I think the initial the the magazines, and then obviously the the books, which uh, were obviously a great joy. And I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you on the uh, on you know on air here and stuff. But uh, your your books were just have always been just such a fun books to illustrate because your subject matter is always so fun and then your personality comes through you know out through it and and for an illustrator like myself that always makes every job that much easier when you have uh, that kind of uh, kind of personality that kind of work you're doing working with well you know i was thinking back one of my favorite things we did the book dog parties how to party with your pup and it was about five years ago i guess and and I always try to be ahead of the curve, sometimes so far ahead of the curve on trends that it doesn't make any money, but and that's another story. So I'm writing this book on dog parties before really the, the trend of dog parties erupts. And I was delighted to hear that the publisher teamed me up with you. And, you know, we're going through the proofs on all the little illustrations that go with all the games and 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 everything that's all part of having a successful dog party. And you had you created this image of this, you know, little old lady sitting at a table with her dog, uh-huh. uh, and they're going through the uh, list of invites. And your classic line was, "Oh no, not Blaze! He's a drooler." Yeah, and you knew who Blaze was. Yeah, we need to let the listeners know who's getting made fun of. Who is Blaze? Blaze is my ten and a half year old basset hound who I absolutely love to death. And if she didn't smell so bad, she'd be in my office with me right now. But <laughs> 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 ah, the old, the good old basset smell. But uh, yeah, no, Blaze blazes are a frequent uh, character in in much of my work because, like I said, she just. I mean, obviously, I uh, well, obviously, pretty parent that I love drawing animals and stuff. But she just uh, like anybody that has a dog. They have such personality, and of course, basset hounds with their unique shape and everything just lend themselves so well to a comedic. Uh, you know, kind of character and stuff. So yeah, so she uh, she appears, and I think that may have been yeah her first uh, mention in print ever and stuff. So really, I oh, I had so. no idea. Every time I see that, and like I show that cartoon to people all the time when they're thinking about buying my um, book, I go, wait a minute, check out this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll pass that on to Blaze. She'll be flattered. Yeah, tell uh, she gets lots of doggy treats. You know, I mean, uh, what's her personality like? Well, you know, uh, Arno, you'll love this. Uh, uh, you know, and I I personally never claim to be the the brightest uh, tool that, uh, in the shed or whatever and stuff. But uh, I like to think that I'm a pretty nice guy or whatever. And so we've always said that Blaze fits our family real well because she's super sweet, but not the brightest thing in, on earth. So uh, that's kind of her personality. She just she couldn't be any sweeter and more loving. But uh, you know, like I said, uh, she uh, her bulb only goes so bright too and stuff. So, but uh, no, she's she's just great. Like I said, just she's a sweetheart. She actually she's upstairs now, uh, laying on the bed where I let her lay on a certain bed because she can get up high enough to look out the window and watch the world go by. And she's the bravest dog in the world as long as she's inside looking out. But get outside and she's pretty wimpy and stuff. But uh, <laughs> no, she's a good one. She's a good one. Well, I'm laughing because on your website, Buck Jones Illustrator, you describe yourself as a knucklehead. A but bit. yet, I mean, come on, man. If people nose around the site, they're going to be kind of blown away. You were nominated for Cartoonist of the Year by the National Cartoonist Society. That's not a little piece of kibble in the bowl, you know. That's a pretty well, big... You know, Arden, I'm going to interrupt you. Today. I'm going to say it was for a certain division of, the, of that. It was for book illustrations. And the reason that I bring that up is because 
I was nominated because it was, uh, I think I, that year we were able to submit uh, uh, six pieces that we've done, and I, I submitted six of uh, our pet books and uh, oh, uh, that year, and uh, so uh, uh, of, uh, that I had done that particular year or whatever. And so that's why I was up for I was up for them for, uh, for pet-related uh, illustrations that I had done that year. And unfortunately, I didn't win, but it was a great honor to be nominated. Well, you're always a winner or a wiener to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> now, here you are in the middle of cornland in Iowa, and yeah. everybody, before you send me nasty calls, I grew up in Indiana, so back off, you know, All Midwesterners. Right. Where do you get inspired for your kind of twisted look at life in a very fun way? You're not mean, you're not evil, but you do make people laugh, and you do make people think. So, I mean, growing up, were you born with a pen in your hand and a, and a little cartoon pad, or what was up with you, man? What's your background? Well, I, I, listen, this is, uh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, no, absolutely. I, I uh, was born and raised as an Air Force brat. My dad was uh, in the Air Force for his career, and he was a very strict military man. And I like to preface uh, this whole thing by saying when I was probably kindergarten age, and this is one of my favorite stories, and it sounds a little rude, but you'll appreciate it. Um, when I was uh, uh, you know, this young boy, my dad, uh, even though he wasn't a cartoonist, he he, you know, he, he was a, a good artist, and like I said, he was an extremely strict man, very, very strict military man. But he drew these cartoons for me. Like I said, I'm probably kindergarten age, and uh, one of these cartoons was this. Uh, no, not to be rude, but it was a dog urinating on a fire hydrant. And uh, and I tell you this because as a you know a four or five year old, I thought this was the funniest thing I'd ever seen, especially coming from this really strict man. <laughs> and so. So, uh, needless to say, that that has always been a staple of my cartooning thing like, throughout growing up was drawing these dogs or whatever. And then years later, who knew I'd get paid to actually illustrate an entire book about dogs uh, potty training your 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 puppy or your dogs or whatever. So I always say now, my dad's been gone, unfortunately, uh, for about 15, 16 years now, and I always wish he'd live to see uh, the day I could have said, Dad, see, it all paid off and stuff. But uh, but no, but back to your original question, the humor comes from, I think, part of that military upbringing because uh, – he was uh, such a, a strict man and ran this household like a military household that my brothers and I have two older brothers. Uh, we developed this uh, sense of humor to help us get it through a, a lot of that uh, serious upbringing. And even though my dad was very funny, like I said, uh, he, he, was, he was very strict, uh, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, that, uh, that humor kind of came from a uh, survival kind of a mode, I guess I would say. Now, do you still make your bed every day, Army style, I mean, Air Force style or not? Oh. Well, I still make my bed every day. It's it, it, absolutely it's not quite as uh, tight. I'm not bouncing quarters off of it, but absolutely, I still, uh, I still, unfortunately, that was ingrained in me, and I, I pass it on to my kids, and so they, they curse me every day. But uh, they're, they're in their you know, 20 and 17 now. But man, there's just certain things you just you can't change. You're growing up in the strict Air Force household. So how did your career in, uh, in cartooning and illustrating, pardon the pun, but it's just right there for me, take off? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, very good. Um, no, I, actually, you know, uh, even even though my dad was uh, was was very, you know, like I said, strict and et cetera, et cetera, he uh, he saw my my passion for you know for what I did, and, and like I said, that growing up cartooning was what I enjoyed in high school uh, is what I wanted, and then in college, um, you know, it, it was really like I said, you know, it was kind of my passion, and he, uh, to his credit, and my mom, uh, never discouraged it, uh, had great faith in me, and and, and really, you know. When I well, the day came when I said, uh, you know, I really think I want to try this full time as a freelancer, and I was all of 24 years old. 
he didn't discourage me or they didn't discourage me at all. They were behind me 100% and uh, said, you know, give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, you're young enough to go back. Well, here I am 25 years later, just about, and uh, still doing it and stuff. So, uh, But, no, yeah, it, it took off. Like I said, I probably two years out of college, I had worked as an illustrator for a sticker company, and uh, that fat industry started to go down uh, the tube, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I'd just been, gotten married a year before, and my wife uh, was behind me. She said, give it a shot now. And so, like I said, here we are 25 years later. Now, your wife, Kim, I love this. You guys are like a really like sweethearts, and she and you make such a great team. So uh, let's give a shout-out to Kim. But, yeah, I'll shout-out her. She's upstairs. She, she works out of the home, too, so I shout-out her all the time. Shout-out <laughs> or shout-at her? Shout I shout-at her all the time. Well, because she's upstairs, and I'm downstairs, and we don't have an intercom system, so I'm always yelling up there. But, uh, mm-hmm. but no, yeah, Kim is... Uh, yeah, Kim's a, absolutely a love of my life. She's a, she has her own graphic design business. It's called Kim Buck 2, which worked out great because we have Kim, we have Buck, and we have two kids. And oh, stuff. But, uh, yeah, isn't that sad? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, so she, and she's been, yeah, she's been uh, like I said, an art director, a graphic designer for you know years, but has had her own business, I guess, now I want to say, gosh, it's probably 1993 or whatever. So, yeah, we are two freelancers. We're probably not the brightest people in the world, but uh, like I said, we uh We've been been uh, you know pretty blessed to be, do what we uh, do what we do I guess. Now uh, she has a passion that I have, and that is yeah. softball. I mean, I played for 32 years, and I'm only 33 listeners. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> my favorite coach was actually named Bubba. But uh, oh, in the world of uh, of softball, you wouldn't want to be uh, a batter in the box facing your wife Kim, the pitcher, would you? Back in the, well, I guess back in the day, I guess you wouldn't. Yeah, Kim. Uh, uh, she's not one. You, she's so modest. You could talk to her for months and months. You'd never know her background. But she holds the uh, longest uh, win streak record as a pitcher for the state of Iowa. Her team won 68 in a row, uh, and they won uh, two back-to-back uh, state titles when she was in high school. And then she ended up pitching out at uh, Arizona State back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, and uh, then unfortunately uh, had a career-ending injury. Uh, but uh, now she just recently, about two weeks ago, was hired as the uh, the softball uh head softball coach for her own mother high school here in urbandale iowa wow life yeah, comes full circle or she rounded the base yeah absolutely so we're pretty <laughs> excited you know how it is with the new coach you get a lot of work ahead of, ahead of herself but uh very excited about it absolutely oh this is great hey we're listening and talking with uh buck jones he is an amazing illustrator and cartoonist and as we promised uh after we take a break he's going to we're going to let you know how you can win your own one-of-a-kind pet cartoon artwork by the one and only Buck Jones. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. 
So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. How many pets is too many? Do you know somebody whose life is overwhelmed by their animals? Maybe we can help. We're looking for people to be in a new TV series about really large animal families. We can offer expert help, free resources, and the chance to tell their story. If you or someone you know owns a house full of animals, call us toll-free at 1-877-MY-8-PETS. That's 1-877-MY-8-PETS. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on PetLife Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Uh, Buck Jones is in the house. He's the cartoonist who makes you smile, makes you think. And uh, let's get right to it, Buck. We're going to give away one of your new ventures is creating these one-of-a-kind pet cartoon artworks there's the website everybody's going to dash out to after the show it's called petcartoongifts.com and we will be giving away one lucky listener who emails arden at ardenmore.com will win a buck jones original and uh, we're also going to be talking about it because we're profiling you buck in my ardenmore knows pets e-newsletter for march so you can win either way on the airways or through the newsletter but i guess let's use the code word blaze in honor of your basset hound what do you think wonderful that's fantastic and i can remember that that'll be easy so (laughs) let's talk a little bit about this what the heck is this that you're offering well, I tell you what, I, I really appreciate this, Arden. Yeah, PetCartoonGifts.com uh, was launched uh, late last fall, I guess, or probably early November. And uh, what we what we do, and actually, I said the the website itself is uh, very simplistic to make it easier for everybody and very uh, self-explanatory. But basically, in general, what I'm offering through this this gift is uh, uh, how it works. Anyway, I should say is that uh, I offer people, whether you're pet lovers or you know a pet lover, to do a a cartoon uh, of your pet. And, uh, and it could be of your pet, or your pet and, uh, you know, somebody in your family or, you know, a number of people, that kind of thing. Um, but I like people to understand that, that they're not getting a, a caricature per se, like you might get in an amusement park, you know, where it's, you know, exaggerated. You're getting a, a cartoon done in Buck Jones style. 
Um, and uh, I don't know quite else how to ex- explain that other than, uh, I mean, the characters will look like uh, my googly-eyed characters, and uh, <laughs> I just try and get, I try and bring personality to the cartoon. I ask people to, you know, give me a background on, on the pet, just like you and I were talking about earlier. I said, you know, tell me about your pet's personality, um, maybe a story that you want me to illustrate, um, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Actually, we're here for an example, one I just recently did, and, uh, and this might help. I had a gal from down in Kansas actually sent me one, and her dog's name is Riley, and her, but her nickname for her dog is Riley the Warrior Princess, and she says this is the, the most lovable dog. Um, she said, but, and this is what I thought was so funny, she says this wonderful, loving dog uh, has this one obsession. She loves to lay at the bottom of a tree, and she said, well, lay there like a statue all day until a squirrel comes down, and she said this dog has killed more squirrels through this process, and she asked me to do this, so I had to do this uh, whole cartoon in a manner that uh, was tasteful without showing this dog ripping apart squirrels or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> so what'd you I, do? What, you what, when, I, when I get off the air, Arden, I will, I'll email you how that, that end result or whatever. But, uh, but so, yeah, so I, I take that situation and I, I put it in an 8 by 10 illustration, and uh, what I do is I, I sketch it out. I send uh, that sketch to the, the person that's, uh, you know, the, the customer, so to speak, let them look at it before I go to final art. Um, and then I go and I ink it, and then I color it in Photoshop. We print out a nice uh, eight and a half page, you know, for the frame, and, and d- deliver that so they get the original uh, original ink sketch. They get the uh, color printout. Um, and like I said, and like I said, I've had people give them as uh, anniversary gifts, birthday gifts. Um, I've had people buy them just for themselves. And uh, one interesting thing, Arden, is that I've had quite a few, and I've been really surprised. This quite a few people have ordered them as sort of uh, what would you say memorials type people. You know, dogs that oh, passed yeah. away ten, ten and fifteen years ago. I had a lady before Christmas, which I thought was real sweet for her husband. Their dog had passed away ten years ago, um, but she said that dog was so special to her husband that she wanted this cartoon, and it was quite funny because it was how the dog used to ride around with uh, the husband in his pickup truck, and she said they were real sneaky. They'd sneak into town, and the husband would buy them both a bunch of donuts. He goes, and the two of them would drive around town eating their donuts so nobody knew about it until she'd get back and see all the crumbs in the car. Um, so instead of drawing the dog, uh, you know, laying on the uh, the front seat, I've got the dog actually strapped in, sitting up, and waving his Chicago Cubs banner because they were both Chicago Cubs fans and that kind of thing. And having the two of them are eating eating their donuts. So I just go for a real personal touch to these things. But again, like I said, just trying to do it in a humorous fashion, and just again, just the whole thing's making it, you know, just very personal to the to the client. You know, those are the kind of pets we all know as our heart dogs or our heart Absolutely. cats that Absolutely. that they will never leave us. I mean, you know, there seems to be that magical dog or cat that is in our life and and stays in our, in our hearts later and I'm I'm just laughing because the poor dog's waving a cubs pennant and I grew up in the Chicago area and I'm laughing oh, there, yeah. because the cubs we do so well June and July and Aww. something happens the corn grows and all of a sudden the so do the losses so it's <laughs> it's kind of sad but I love the cubs and the bears and, and yeah. all that. There's a lot of pressure, don't you think, to be funny? I got to tell people, you got to go to your blog. This is no ordinary blog, folks. It's very imaginative. It's buckyj.blogspot.com. And um, you make fun of a lot of things in, in life. And uh, one of my favorite was the one you did on February 23rd, today's oh. social networking gag cartoon. Oh, you enjoyed that and one, did you? Okay. Yeah, it's a big buxom woman who just wallops a guy at a bar. And the poor guy is on the ground with a black eye. And, and he's saying, no, no, I, I, I said, I, I, I like your tweets. Um, where do you come up? Are you like in the bathroom somewhere in some a moment of inspiration? Are you walking? Where the heck do you get these things? Well, out Arden, of your... that's, that's none of your business. No, I'm just oh! 
<laughs> so, I mean, it was great because social networking, you know, you can get really consumed in it, don't you think? Oh, well, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and actually, I'll be quite honest with that. Uh, that cartoon was a result of a, a very recent gig that I uh, was hired on to do with a, an ad agency uh, because, like you said, social networking is all the rage these days. And although I'll admit up front, I am way behind the curve on all that. I'm trying to catch up. But this agency hired me to uh, do uh, uh, one gag cartoon a week that will appear on their blog that you know is specifically geared towards social networking. And so that was one of the first ones that, that they ran that I just shared on my own personal blog, uh, et cetera, and stuff. But as far as where I get my ideas, it's, you know, it's just like uh, well, I think like anybody, like a stand-up comedian, like you or where you know, it's that the things going on around you. And uh, you know, like I said, and you know how my mind works. There's a there's a certain level of uh, I don't want to say you know naughtiness, but juvenile kind of bathroom humor. And uh, the whole tweets and the way I took it, you know, just kind of seemed like a natural transition that way. And again, like I said, I'm not trying to be offensive or naughty or whatever, but it was just tried to do it in a fun, humorous fashion. And uh, and yeah, that cartoon has gotten uh, gotten some good response, and I appreciate you bringing it up. But you know, as for that uh, that blog the website or blog site that you just mentioned, that one is you know strictly for my own entertainment. So the stuff that I put on there it won't be stuff that you'll find on you know my advertising. That's that's really stuff that I put up there that you know tickles me. And sometimes it's uh, stuff about my own personal life. It might even just be photographs uh, from things you know here in my home. Oftentimes it will be stuff about Blaze and you know stuff. But like I said again, uh, most times it's things that haven't been published. Uh, just you know stuff that I that I just personally enjoy and that I just put out there for anybody else that wants to uh, check in on it and stuff. Well, I appreciate you mentioning that. So you draw the two-leggers and the four-leggers. I got to ask you, uh, uh, the world of pets. Uh, it sounds like, uh, don't you think our dogs and cats have a bit of wicked sense of humor themselves? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. I think that's what makes them so special. Is that uh, I don't want to offend them, but they're so human. I mean, you know, like you, said, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, well, you, you and I, you and I have been talking about the whole fact that uh, you know their personalities. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they have personalities. At least to me, I mean, that's what just fascinates me about them. I mean, you know, like I said, I don't think, you know, how can you meet a dog or a cat and they don't have their own unique personality? I mean, you know, they're just like humans and no two are the same. Uh, you know, like I said, you've got uh, two, a, a house that might have two or three dogs, you know, and each one of those dogs or those cats, I should say, their personality, well, actually, we were just ba- a house sitting, uh, a house, a, a home of three cats here just earlier this week. And uh, two of the cats, just as friendly as they can be, uh, Lewis, the third cat, sweet, but boy, it takes him, you know, three days till he'll come out of the closet to say hi to you, whereas the other two are on you the moment you step in the door, and yet all three have been raised in the same household. So, yeah, I, I like the animals in that regard. I mean, the personalities are the key, and that, that's what I love about them. Now, are you right-handed or left-handed? I am right-handed. Yeah, okay, but you're uh, hitting on all cylinders on both sides of your brains, but I'm just, you know, your hand is a big deal. you got to shake that hand that you do the, the drawings for and all that. Do you ever take special care of your hand so you don't, like, sprain it or something? You know, just being careful like anybody, I, I, like I said, I mean, I do, you know, take the precautions. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm getting to that age where I'm not out playing sports as much as I, you know, might have been at one time, so I don't have to worry so much about the James that you might have gotten playing basketball and those kind of things and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like I said, my biggest concern at this point in my life, like I said, I'm almost 49 years old, is is the onset of arthritis. But uh, hopefully that won't be an issue and stuff. But uh, you know, said so, uh, otherwise, no. Yeah, just uh, just being smart about it, I guess. Did you ever break or sprain your hand? Uh, you know, yeah, I had. You know, I've had carpal tunnel over the years. I'm back uh, in the late 80s when I was just cranking out uh, children's books uh, just at an outrageous pace for a particular client. 
Um, and uh, I just it was just so hard on my hands that yeah that I did start to develop carpal tunnel back then, and had to, we had to find a way to back off uh, uh, to some degree just because like I said just the workload was just causing that and stuff. But uh, you know but as far as yeah no as far as a, a break and yeah nothing nothing serious you know other than your occasional sprains and that kind of thing. But nothing that's uh, taking me out of uh, you know off the drawing table for more than a couple of days. Knock on wood. The other thing that impresses me is the reinvention you do. Because as we both know in the world of uh, media, things have changed. I mean, years ago, I was a newspaper reporter and editor, and I thought I would live and breathe it, and that would be on my epitaph that, you know, Arden Moore had a great byline. But, uh, you know, if I stayed in newspapers right now, I would probably um, be in the unemployment line, writing about being in the unemployment line to a, a place that isn't being published. And so I've had to reinvent myself. It sounds like, you know, there's a lot of reinventions, and I think you have a great spirit because you do it quite well. But do you ever realize it's never boring being a freelancer or someone with a unique talent like you have? Well, Arden, you're preaching to the choir, exactly. And as I always say, you know, uh, being a humorous illustrator, I, I love it. The retirement package kind of sucks, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, you, you're exactly right. And I mean, and you and I know this, you know, better than most being, being self employed. I mean, like I said, I have gone through, like I said, the period of, what, 25 years of freelancing where, you know, books might have made up a, a majority of my income one year. The next year, it might have been magazines. Well, these last couple of years, uh, there's no secret that, you know, the publishing industry has, has, has cut back uh, in, in both those areas. Um, and so, then, you know, like you said, part of the reinvention thing is out of necessity. I mean, uh, you know, the the clients that that uh, you know had to pull back, uh, you know, in those two areas, um, you know, it's hard to make up. And like I said, this as much as I love, uh, you know, this pet cartoon thing, which I absolutely love, it's it's so fun. I mean, but you know, part of it is one of the things, uh, you know, I was kind of forced into it. I've got to find, uh, you know, other ways to, to get myself out there. And uh, so that's that's you know kind of out of out of necessity things created, and I should have been doing this years ago. Cause like I said, it, I mean I'm not you know BSing you here or anything like that. I absolutely do. I love these these pet car things because again they're so personal, and again I'm getting creative in my style, you know, which is something uh, that I that I'm just you know loving and stuff. Um, but again, like I said, you know, as you said, I mean, you know, next year I'll be you know trying to find another area, and like you just said that that. Uh, uh, the social networking cartoons, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think those are great. And, yeah, when you are a freelancer or you're self-employed or you have your own company, we do sort of walk tiptoe without a net, but it's also a great view of life because you're up there, you know. You're not sitting in the trenches. Absolutely, and, and you know, and the other thing, I, and both Kim and I, my wife and I, said, you know, it's just like with her taking on this this softball position, and you know, and me trying to freelance thing, you know, it, you know, I, I'm proud to say that I'll be able to look back and say, you know, at least I tried, you know, I I, I pursued my passion, and uh, you know, and hopefully I don't end up living in a cardboard box, but uh, you know, um, but but like I said, you know, I gave it a shot, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate, and I feel blessed every day to get up and come down to my office and do uh, do what I love lo- love to do. Well, if you're in a cardboard box, you got plenty of wall space to draw some more cartoons. I have to say, if I can just find a Sharpie or a piece of charcoal, I'm in business. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to make sure everybody remember, you've got to be the first person to email Arden at ArdenMoore.com with the secret code word blaze in honor of buck jones's basset hound and you will receive a personalized one-of-a-kind artwork from buck jones it's a, a pet cartoon you got to go to petcartoongifts.com to be able to learn what it's all about and i'm laughing because just as i did that my big 60 pound dog chipper on cue decides to drink 
really heartily out of the water bowl All during right, my chipper. talking of that. Chipper, <laughs> we're talking a buck. What are you doing? She goes, I was thirsty. <laughs> She's thirsty to win. She wants yeah. to win the PetCartoonGifts.com. She says, I got really big ears. I mean, so everybody, seriously, it's kind of fun. Are there certain uh, dogs or cats that are more challenging for you to be able to draw? Um, you know, no, actually, I mean, like I said, there's just, like I was talking about each, each one, you know, brings their, their own characteristics uh, to the illustration. What I'm finding the hardest right now, are, and this is very uh, funny, is obviously I get quite a few uh, orders for uh, illustrations of labs, you know, yellow labs, black labs. Um, yellow labs, not a problem. Black labs, trying to get that through in color because, you know, uh, I can't really draw them in solid black and have certain characteristics show up and stuff. So that's been a little bit of a challenge trying to figure out how to color them so that it still looks like a black lab, but yet getting all their features in there and stuff. Um, but... Uh, no, I think, you know, honestly, I guess to answer your question, I wouldn't say there's any one more challenging than the other, but part of the fun is the variety. I mean, I'm doing Shih Tzus one day. Again, I, like I said, I'm doing, you know. Say that uh, very uh, slowly. What did you say you, know, you do? <laughs> or, yeah, well, no, well, never mind. <laughs> I knew it was a big conversation. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, then I'm doing Chow's the next day, then I'm doing, you know, Persian Cats the next day, and, and you know, and I've, I've had a bird order here and there, a, a, a snake order, if you can, you know, and I guess that's the other thing. You know, like I said, I, I want people to understand this is not strictly cats and dogs. This is any pet and stuff. And I have had a few of those interesting ones. Uh, you know, like I said, the, the snake kind of thing. That's you know, you know, different, different than usual. And and those are the fun ones. I mean, like I said, I mean, well, they're all fun, but uh, you know, just something a little bit different, uh, different challenge stuff. And so if you know, people that have gators or whatever it might be, you know, you know, lizards, that kind of thing. You know, I'll I'll do it all. So that's why I want people to know. And we do, like I said, we do special orders. We have a, a place on the the website that if you have a request that's you know a little off the beaten path of what you know we we offer like three or four different packages or, and if uh, if you what you want is not on with those you just uh, you know send us an email of what you're thinking of we'll shoot you back uh, an individual quote for that uh, for that illustration because we have had a few where uh, somebody might write and say, you know, I really like this concept, but I, you know, I really don't not don't even have a pet. I'd like to just do one of you know, of of my something funny that happened to my wife. So we do have some of those that are not even pet related. Although I, you know, I like to stress the pet thing. But so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, the special orders are there. So you know, if you get on the website and you don't see what you know what you were hoping for, just shoot us an email. We'll always get back to you. And and so far. You know, we've been real tickled at the uh, response we've gotten back from people as far as our customer service has been real nice. And when I say we, I, you know, I'm talking about Kim and I. My wife, uh, Kim, does help me with all this because obviously, um, you know, me, me trying to manage uh, uh, the artwork alone and do all the other things that go with it uh, would be a little overwhelming. So that uh, that sweetheart helped me out with the other end of things. Well, that sounds great. I am just really delighted that you have been a guest on our show, Buck Jones, and. Everybody dash over to BuckJonesIllustrator.com and also PetCartoonGifts.com and you'll get to uh, uh, learn a little bit more about this guy and his many, many talents. I hope you don't mind that I called you a sketchy character at the beginning of the show. I've always been wanting to work that in somewhere in an intro and this was a natural. If anybody was going to do it, Arden, it was going to be you. So no, that's great. That's great. Hey, and I also want to mention on our petcartoongifts.com site, we do have a blog on there, which we try and uh, update as regularly as, po- as possible, and if not every day, every other day. And we just try and put up, you know, sometimes it'll be samples of uh, illustrations we've done. Other times uh, it'll just be, you know, something pet-related, uh, but it's usually almost always a cartoon, uh, it, you know, something related, and just something fun for people to view, you know, while they're visiting the site. Yeah, you kind of give us our laugh of the day, if you will. And I got to tell you, there was another one about, um, 
I can't remember. They were they were naked. Why were they naked at the bar? These very um, uh, not very figure flattering. <laughs> oh, that, that was casual. That was casual Friday. They went. They took it a oh. little too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All righty. Uh, well, I don't need sorry. a cup of coffee when Buck Jones is in the house. Okay. I am so glad you've been a guest on our show. I also want to thank Mark Winter, my producer. He makes this show happen each and every week. So all of you remember, give me the code word BLAZE and dash an email to Arden at Ardenmore.com. The first one to do so will get a personalized pet cartoon for you and your pet designed by the one and only Buck Jones. You will learn more about him. I'm profiling him in my March newsletter, Ardenmore Knows Pets. So you're going to get more of Buck than you ever imagined. I'm so glad you've been on the show. And everybody, I want you to tune in to the entire Pet Life Radio Network. Your assignment is to tune into each and every show and report back to me because I got to tell you, we've got some great hosts on our network. It is the number one pet podcast on the planet. What do you think of that, Buck? That is so impressive. That's a lot of tea. I I can't (laughs) thank you enough for letting me be a part of it. All right. So until next time, listeners, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com.